0: Hey guys, we're talking about three Autism in Girl symptoms that I think you'll find very interesting and I got my friend Anna to help us out. Let's do it. Hey guys, I'm Dan. I have Asperger's Syndrome, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia. Okay, guys, today I'm joined by Anna Moomin from Anna Moomin's YouTube channel, which is super awesome. She does videos on like autism and stuff. And uh, yeah, Anna, do you want to explain about your channel a little bit?
1: Hi, uh, my name is Anna Moomin, and I have my own YouTube channel touching on my personal experience of living with Asperger's Syndrome and ADD.
0: Cool. Okay guys, so you know at the beginning of every single video, I like to read out questions from you guys from my Instagram account. Now, if you want to be featured in a video just like this, go to my Instagram account and give me a follow and you'll be notified every time I ask you to ask me questions and you could be featured in a video just like this. So I'm going to go through and read the questions out. So the first question is from HL Hartnett and they said, how do I help in, how do I get help in school without being weird? Anna, how would you say this? How would you answer this one? That's
1: feel weird for asking for help.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know,
1: we all need help in some degree. Um, I just have a private conversation with a teacher that you trust, that you get along with, and just explain your situation and explain your needs, and I'm sure they'll be happy to help.
0: Definitely, I think the school has a duty of care to make sure that you're looked after, so anybody you talk to with an authority in the school should be able to help you out. Yeah. But yeah, don't feel weird, man, feel empowered. Okay, so the next question is from Josh underscore, br- Brextly, how would you say that?
1: Brextly? with an X instead of the A for Broglie. There
0: you go. Well <laughs> oh, you can see it on screen. <laughs> okay, so they said, are you ever going to do a meet and greet in Leeds? Now, I live nowhere near Leeds, but if I get the chance to do a talk or a convention or anything in Leeds, I will definitely do a meet and greet like I do in any single place I go to. And uh, yeah, just... I will do it. Just keep uh, up to date with all my socials and you'll know if I'm ever in that area. Okay. So the last question is from Gentuitive. I guess that's how they're saying it. Uh, and they said, hey, fellow Aspie here. And then a smiley face. Uh, would you ever come to Amsterdam? Well, actually, I was in Amsterdam a couple of weeks ago. I actually had a layover in Amsterdam. I went to Amsterdam and then I went from Amsterdam to uh, Boston, Massachusetts. So I've been to Amsterdam, but I've never been out in the actual, like, the country, like, wherever it is, it's the cool cities of Amsterdam. Wherever. I've never actually been outside of the airport. I'd love to go. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? I
1: have, yeah. Is it good? There's lots of nice buildings there. Yeah. But then there's lots of drinking and drugs and stuff. So Everything that I'm so against.
0: Really, so yeah. I, I'd, I'd love to go, but I think I just have to avoid all the craziness. Um, I think it's doable. I think it's doable. Yeah. I just yeah. have to like get a map and know where I'm going to go. But if mine went there and he said it was an interesting experience. Okay, guys. So that was all the Instagram questions we have for today. So like I said, in this video, we're going to be talking about three specific symptoms for autism and girls um, because I have the pleasure of having Anna here to uh, have as highlight from her perspective and some her uh, knowledge base uh, you know these these specific characteristics and symptoms traits whatever you want to call them uh, to, to give to you guys today so we're going to go through three of the interesting ones so I'm going to let Anna take over well, and I'll introduce each one so the first one I'm going to talk about is that big old special interest so <laughs> talk a bit about special interest from your perspective
1: well I mean everybody with Asperger's have got special interests. well most people anyway um, but I think in women and girls, uh, they manifest themselves in a way that's more socially acceptable or normal. Um, so, you know, some of mine in my early years were Polly Pocket, but I had an obsession with Polly Pocket. I wouldn't go to school without taking a Polly Pocket with me. and sure. It got
0: pretty... Yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 And then later on, it was Pokemon. And, you know, everybody yeah. else just thought, you know, it's a normal thing. You know, it's trendy, that's what all the kids are into. Um, but I could memorize the whole Pokedex chronologically. Um, I'd get people to test me on it. and... I did the exact same thing! <laughs> <laughs> I actually bought the Pokedex, like the, the
0: digital one, to test. I yeah. could be, okay, test me on the Pokedex. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. To do that was cool, I just I love that, I love that. And
1: yeah, later on, it was a Collins Gem little book of kings and queens, and I could memorize all the monarchs from. Buddha. That, yeah. That's how you pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> so I've forgotten all that now, by the way. Um, but yeah, my early special interests were kind of normal ones, but they—I kind of took it to the next level, if you know what I mean.
0: Becomes like intense, doesn't it? Yeah. And it, like, because it's intense. Phase. How did your parents deal with uh, those special interests?
1: they just rolled with it really Um, but just encouraged me to do other things uh, instead of sitting for hours and hours memorizing the pokedex or you know um so yeah but that i didn't really want to do anything else you know once you're in the zone and you've got that special interest that's it but because it was more of a normal interest people didn't really say anything so so. here's a
0: question how do you know that something's a special interest on, on or just something that people just like generally how would you know that it's a trait of autism
1: because it takes over your life
0: <laughs> becomes like everything yeah.
1: yeah you stay up till three o'clock in the morning until you can memorize everything
0: <laughs> yeah it becomes that it's almost like that thing that you always want to talk about and the only yeah. thing you want to look at yeah
1: exactly and when you're little like you just want to talk about it and then everyone's like this is
0: boring yeah yeah whatever like... means to death with the same thing constantly yeah. so the next thing that we're gonna talk about I think it's a super interesting it's a very uh, topical uh, topic right now and it's hot right now um, is masking masking is huge right so I just wanted to We'll obviously briefly cover this and I'll do a video in the future of all about masking and kind of in depth but right now let's talk about it as on, on a kind of like a characteristic base how would you describe it from your point of view and some experiences that you've had with it so people could potentially relate to masking it's
1: well it's a symptom and a coping mechanism because you know when you're not sure how to behave or how to speak to people and you just feel like an alien and um, you know when you see people communicating with each other on tv and um, you know you just kind of pick up from there and um, um, and yeah you just learn off what people are saying on TV and like oh well, you'll know you know sometimes yeah. it gets a bit embarrassing because it's not really appropriate or something like I said a lot of things when I was younger that looking back now, we're just completely embarrassing and irrelevant. But yeah. because I saw it on TV, I just thought that's what people said. You know, <laughs> that's that's <just> fascinating.
0: <laughs> So in terms of like, like you said, it's like it's coping as well as kind of like unmasking yeah. coping. So how would you say it copes? Like, what would be the coping part of it? Would it be how would you explain that
1: to cover your autism, even though that sounds really bad, because like in some ways, in some contexts, you kind of feel like you have to be more outgoing and more neurotypical, um, and it just makes life easier, even though it shouldn't really be that way, because there's nothing wrong with being autistic.
0: But yeah. It's trying to yeah, but you're trying to fit into a society that's built around neurotypical people. Yeah,
1: it's so really it's, difficult. It
0: is difficult, and I think like yeah, and, 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 just to add into this, I think the adverse effect of actually using uh, masking as a coping mechanism is that you will have a burnout eventually from it because only oh, so much yeah. you can actually put in before it gets exhausting. Yeah,
1: incredibly exhausting.
0: Yeah, definitely, and I and I, I can definitely sympathise there. And um, you know, I think I guess like males do mask as well but I don't think mm. it's as much as females because I feel like there's this trait within f- being a female that they want to always be like uh, quite independent mm-hmm. and, and to manage their you know yeah. who they are and what they're doing And I think that males
1: in as well.
0: yeah 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 be like every everybody else kind of attitude yeah. fascinating though but I think like this resonates as well and I think anybody watching this who like you know is potentially on the spectrum or going through that kind of whole process if you're relating to anything Anna's saying let us know in the comment section below let us know how you feel about it and anything you can add to this and expand on the story because I'd love to have a discussion I'll definitely be coming back and obviously she and Anna will be coming back to check the comments and comment in as well. Yep. The, the last one we'll, we'll go through the last kind of symptomy trait characteristic whatever you want to call it uh, and we're going to talk about social anxiety and this is a big one mm-hmm. and it affects uh, people differently and I'll let you explain, like, social anxiety and I'll jump in right at the end.
1: Social anxiety is definitely, like, I'd say it's the biggest one and, um, you know, sometimes females are misdiagnosed with just social anxiety yeah. when they're autistic yeah, because, yeah. you know, they it's hide a, it very well yeah. yeah. there's always that, that anxiety um, because as people with autism we find it very difficult to communicate you know we're always wondering if what we're saying is right you know if we're walking right and stuff like that there's just so much anxiety about everything um so yeah that's that's a big one
0: how would you say that it manifests you on a daily basis how would you give an example of social anxiety on a daily basis like what was one of the biggest things or one of the things that you most notice from social anxiety affecting you daily
1: It just happens all the time. I mean, you know, when I go to the gym, sometimes I take, like, one to two hours getting ready for the gym (laughs) Um, because I don't want to go outside, but I want to go to the gym. But there's people there, and there's bright lights, and there's noise. And you know, in supermarkets, again, bright lights, noise, uh, beeping, sirens, whoops and whistles.
0: I totally relate. It's crazy.
1: It is horrible. There's so much sensory stuff happening um, and just the general it's
0: like the, the stuff that you, the unpredictability of life
1: yeah
0: it's crazy isn't it because i love having that predictability or even having a schedule to follow but mm. when you're outside like in stores and stuff or in gyms it's like crazy and that's why i don't go to the gym i actually work out in the house mm-hmm. i try and do everything here because like you know, we goes to the gym and uh and she's able to like you know go to the gym and stuff well she does just have like a social anxiety but she takes like a cbd get me for it obviously link in the description if you're interested in those you get some money off as well but i think um you know Know, I can totally re- relate to that but I think a, from my experience that like, girls have it quite more intensified because again it's I feel like it's something that uh, that is always apparent in, in females and autism mm-hmm. but with guys it kind of spikes and it, it only has dips and spikes and so I think that's how it kind of contrasts and it's super super interesting but if you think that this can help somebody that you know please share it on their social profiles because this is the idea of what we're doing with these videos is trying to help reach out to people and change someone's life for the better maybe so if you think this would help again please share this video okay guys I just I'd just like to thank Anna for coming onto the channel and talking to us today about these awesome uh, uh, characteristics and traits from her uh, point of view I find it very very interesting and it's always good to have guests on the We World so thank you so much Anna for taking the time and coming down here and the four hour drive that she took to get here which is crazy and like I don't like I'm not jelly at all because like that's a, that's a crazy drive and I don't like driving that far so thank you Anna and we will see you next time guys peace see ya